I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, it's Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. And this, and this is, is Dispatches, Dispatches from, from Fort Awesome, awesome a, a news, news radio, radio podcast. podcast. Uh, Jen is on the ether. Jen is not here today. But who is here with us? We have a special guest, Linda Cooper, a.k.a. the news radio set decorator for 66 out of the 97 episodes. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. This was going to be fun. So, I mean, that's a huge chunk of the show, um, which is great. I like when we have people on who are there for the bulk of it. But why don't you tell us and the audience a little bit about what a set decorator is and does? Oh, okay. Well, um, okay. So in the art department, you have a production designer and then you have an art director and then you have me, the set decorator. And then I have my lead man and we have a crew. So basically the production designer designs a set with all the walls and everything that's going to go on the walls and then gives it to me. So it's my job to then get all the furniture Everything that you see is something that I would have chosen. And also, I, I put placement on it as well. So my crew is there, and uh, we dress what's called dressing the set. Mm-hmm. So we dress the set. And then we have the producers come in, and sometimes they don't want this, or they like this, or can we get a smaller sofa? So we kind of go back and forth until they're happy, and it works for the scene and mm-hmm. the characters. Is it it? It's so mean if they ask for a smaller sofa. That just sounds more <laughs> uncomfortable, right? That's <laughs> it is. Sometimes I'm like, no, but that was just so perfect. But then I understand sometimes because there's an action. Or then sometimes I have to be concerned with what wardrobe they're wearing, you know? Oh, yeah. So sure. you don't want to get a really busy sofa. Usually it's a solid because then you want the actor to pop. So it's all also about having the actor pop within the set as well. Okay. Well, I, I, I am cu- like curious, and I, I don't remember, because uh, I know this has been a, a while since the show's been on, but uh, right. like for the character Beth, I mean, that had to be hard to match whatever furniture would be behind her when she was always wearing, like... Well, kind of gr- Vicky, yeah, Beth, Vicky, well, she had the smallest little desk, and it was sort of shoved over to one side, if you recall. And mm-hmm. I remember there was a, um, a telephone and then a bunch of nail polish is some makeup there wasn't very much for her she was sort of tucked away so um do you remember that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. i i have been uh here's the nerds that you're speaking with uh i have it packed (laughs) away right now but i've started a a lego set of the news radio set and yeah so i had to pick a part and i'm like oh her desk is actually on like a circle around that it column is. over it there. Was. So it's a semicircle yes. desk. And I'm like, that's complicated. It make, complicates things for me as a Lego person. Absolutely but, true. Yeah. yeah. You, Linda, you might need to consult with Jason yeah. on this Lego yep, set. Yep, Just, I, I mean, they do I make Lego sure, lipstick. Absolutely. They don't make Lego nail polish, but I may yeah, have put a little Lego the, lipstick there. Oh. And it was also, um, you know, each of the characters... Well, we had, it was in the bullpen, right? Mm-hmm. So each of the characters had their desk. 
And the interesting thing was that each of the characters sort of brought things from home sometimes, like we had Andy Dick. Um, he would come in in the morning with all of his vitamins, literally, and then put them all on his desk. And wow. so I remember standing there because I had put all these like little figurines of like bizarre little cats, just things, quirky little <laughs> things that I thought was his character. So he would come with all his vitamins in the morning because he was a health nut. And one day I just said, you know what, Andy, leave them. It looks really good. Plus, you don't have to put them in your bag and leave each day. He said, oh, I can? I said, absolutely. So we tilted all of his vitamins. You don't know really what it is, but that was all of his. So I incorporated that onto his set. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a backstory. Did you ever have to, not have to, but is... um. Like those desks, are they ever populated in the drawers? Is that something you would do too or no? Like so that they had stuff to pull out if they needed it? Uh, well, it's, if it's, if there was something that was scripted, okay. then that would actually be a prop. That's what I figured. So they have okay. a prop master. Yeah, the prop. Mm. So if there anything that they touch, let's say they're, they're going for a stuffed animal, that mm. would be props. Everything that's stationary is me. I know okay. it's kind of interesting. But it's interesting that you should say that because Phil Hartman as you probably know, was an artist, right? Mm -hmm. And on his desk, he always had a blotter, right? Oh. Uh -huh. And he would doodle all of the time. Oh and God. he would doodle The Simpsons. <laughs> and he would doodle Bart at 16 years old with pimples. <laughs> I mean, he just, he, he did all these funny things and he would then close it up, shove it in his drawer, and then at the end of the season, there was all of this artwork. And I actually asked him, I said, hey, could I have one? And he goes, you want one? And I said, yeah. So he actually wrote to Linda, you're the funny one. And he handed it to me. <laughs> oh, my I God. Know. Oh, cool. Tell yeah. me you have that framed somewhere. I, oh, I, have, I am still looking for it because I'm so upset because he actually gave me two. I have one thing I'll show you just where they all signed everything. But mm -hmm. I know, I know, I know. Oh my God, that's remarkable. But that's what he would do. And then on his desk, you may not see it because it's facing him, but I basically put pictures of himself because he was so, his <laughs> he was so perfect himself, right? And he was like this narcissist. He was in love with, he was just like in love with himself. So I just put pictures of myself. And he thought that was great. He goes, oh, I love that. I love that. That's and then so Mara Turney, her desk was pretty empty mm -hmm. um she didn't really bring anything from home but she would sit on her computer and play solitaire between takes all day long yeah that's all she did <laughs> she, do you know that about her no i did not know oh, that yeah. that must be it where they like got it from matthew from. yeah <clears throat> that's amazing yeah and then um who else well that was the main characters because stephen root he didn't have a desk in the bullpen right from what i remember do you been a minute i get that because they didn't it wasn't on very many episodes but do you happen to remember <laughs> uh steven root when they the, like the couple episodes they actually went to his office how you if, oh, yeah. decorating that one wait a second what what season was that oh boy let me it was once in two and three i think okay but... so i would have done that because i did see i did not do the pilot um mm -hmm. but i did season one season two and season three mm -hmm. until until phil passed away okay gotcha. 
Right. Okay. And then um, the production designer who just passed away three weeks ago. So yeah. it's quite tragic. Uh, the great Roy Christopher. Mm-hmm. Hey, that was that sitcom was my very first sitcom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the one that gave that to me. Yeah. And what did were you working on it with something prior or did I did. Yeah. So I was working on a show called Carol Burnett and Friends. Amazing. And they needed wow. a mm, and they need well Ron Olson was a decorator and they needed somebody else cuz the show was just so incredibly busy. So that was my very first network show was Carol Burnett and Friends. And it was at a time where AIDS was running really rampant and we were losing a lot of the decorators. Mm. So it was just this weird time and space. I did 30 day. I got into the union. And so then our show got canceled, Carol Burnett and friends. And then I went to um, Roy Christopher and I said, you know, if there's ever a chance that I can ever work with you. And, you know, we just talked for a while and he said, and I said, you really didn't get to see what I could do. And he says, but I did. I saw what you brought in. I saw your attitude and I saw how eager you were. So he said, give me a call because I'm going to have something for you. And he said to give him a call in August. And then I called him in August and he said, give me a call in a couple of weeks. I think I have, I'm going to have your first sitcom show. And it's going to be a great one. Amazing. So he hot and they and they basically told them because I had no credit space. I mean, I studied interior design, but this was like a whole other thing. They basically said, if you want me, then you're going to take her. Amazing. Hey, that's it great. was amazing. <laughs> and he was wow. like the biggest mentor. I worked with him for 10 years. Yeah. And I'll never forget because he said, this show is going to be really important to you because it's going to be your first sitcom. He goes, oh, and dig this. He was offered friends and turned it down. Wow. 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 Because he said, I I, don't want to do a show about these young kids again. There was, and he said, this show is so smartly written. This is going to be the biggest hit. So that's the backstory. I I think he made the right choice, but yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. My goodness. That's so good. I I like hearing stories about that. Like, you know, when, when people get to, you know, not just tag along, but become a team, like a mini team within a bigger team already. Um, those things, those are, those are nice to hear. Um, did you, some people I feel like talk about the experience with news radio and it could be because everybody was kind of still like roughly the same age when they started. Right. And early in their careers, but they feel like they got spoiled with news radio. (laughs) Was it that for you or did you feel you moved on pretty quick? Cause you did all of Becker, right? I did. And I did the pilot too. Um, you know, since it was my very first show, I didn't have a lot of experience as far as, oh, this show runs this way and this show runs that way. It was a party show. I mean, the, <laughs> all of all of the cast, it was very interesting. I'm going to tell you something. So all except for Phil, he would come in. All their cars would be parked right in front of the stage over at Sunset Gower stage. I think it was 12 or 14. But um, Phil Hartman would come in his fancy cars. And all the rest of the cast were just in, like, these regular, like, Nissan, you know, just regular cars. Mm -hmm. And then little by little, as the show got more successful, their cars got bigger and better. So that was very interesting to see, just as a, a new person. But they partied a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember coming in in the morning, and like there was chairs up in the rafters. I'm like, what happened here? 
oh yeah, they were having a good time. So <laughs> they, they actually, they were incredible, but they also had a great time working on the show as well. It was a party show. And especially like if I went up to the writer's um, area um, mm -hmm. where they were, it was like a frat house. <laughs> and I Video you games, you. right? That's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, As Paul Sims. <laughs> Have you had any, has there been any other show you worked on that had that similar vibe or was this the only one? That's amazing. That was the only one. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, and in, uh, in, the, in the prop room, I mean, there was like just fun, but great parties after the show. Yeah. There's a lot of that. They had a good time. I think the one place people have mentioned for like after parties were was Pino. Is that the name of it? Is that the place it would go? Is that the name of it? Uh, what was the bar that everybody? Would oh, go I to? think it was a par bar that was right there at Sunset Gower, mm. right the restaurant. Okay, I think, that's, I think that's where they went. I didn't go really. Okay. I mean, you know, my job is um, once I'm done with the sets and they start filming, I'm done. Sure. But, uh, it was such a fun crowd and it was a new show for me so but i remember in the prop prop room a lot of partying yeah <laughs> i just okay when, yeah. when, when the partying wasn't happened just like uh day-to-day -day on set like could, could you describe what the yeah. environment was like as far as like was it just fun was it more professional what what kind of experience did you have oh, it was very professional very very professional i would say more attorney always um she blew me away because she would get her her script read it once and by the second time she was off book i mean wow. she could memorize and she memorized everybody else's lines she's quite i mean she must have a super high iq and some of the other ones struggle, but no, very, as far as that went, mm -hmm. very professional. Yeah. yeah. It was just afterwards. They had, they had fun. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to think if there's, is there a desk that we, oh, what about Candy's desk? Was there anything special we should know about Candy's Candy desk? Candy Alexander did not have, did Candy have a desk? Not she, that often. She was, she was rarely there, but. That's it, fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they would cut to it. There was this like little standalone desk in between a few of them, but you never, almost never saw it. Like three or four times, maybe. Yeah, I was, was gonna say um, that was unfortunate. Mm -hmm. uh, sweet lady. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. I wish I would have given her more of a bigger role, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I mean, that, I mean that—that that is, I think, the one. I feel like that's a running regret about that show because she's yeah. so good she's so she so was. good but yeah. my goodness and beautiful too like oh my goodness yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh you know I, I have a very technical boring question so i apologize okay. um uh, yeah. so i don't have one physically with me right now but people have heard me talk ad nauseum about how i have been given access from someone who sells news radio costumes to a bunch of the wardrobe binders did you have a binder that like that where you took photo uh, polaroids of how the set was and kept it you know back in that day unlike today where you know because i'm on a show i mean i'm just constantly taking pictures sure. and videos i wish i had um mm -hmm. you know I did not do the pilot, so I came in to to already things that were already clear. I mean, already a look for the show. The one thing I did get was that green sofa that's in um, 
Oh, Dave's office? Dave's office. Yeah, Dave Foley's office. I got that. Because whatever, what did you got? I don't know if I ever saw the pilot, but was there anything there before? That's a good question. I'd have to double check, but it's not at all featured as part of the office. So that's a very good question. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but I remember I got a note saying that they wanted a love sofa there. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, this is funny. I got it at a thrift store for like a hundred bucks. And I thought, if they wow. only knew, if they only knew that I went to a thrift store, because, you know, I, I didn't, everything was to be purchased because they were all permanent sets. When it's a swing set, you rent generally. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what possessed me to go. But anyways, it was that green sofa and it was perfect, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's and it was got, from, it was from a thrift store. <laughs> I had I had to let me give tell you this. I had to buy special Lego pieces to make sure I got the right tint of green oh, to recreate. Oh, you are so sweet. I say had to. No, this is a fucking mental obsession I have. Oh, this makes me a God. I'm I have a mental problem and I'm sorry that you're faced with me as your interviewer for today. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> I'm well, looking up like parts right now. I'm trying to see if I can find because I've scanned all of the uh, wardrobe binders. Uh, and for those who are tracking and listening, it was Llewellyn, uh, right? Llewellyn yep. Harper. Yes, she's uh, a friend of mine. Oh, good because she's oh, a friend right. of the show and she's a delight. She was on the show a couple year and a half, two years back. And oh, I haven't such talked a, to her forever. Such a good guest. She's a, she was sweet. Such a, like yeah. just oh, so she's many great. Like I by the way, yeah. The way, I love the way she dressed. Bath. That was like my favorite. Oh my god! I mean, it was great, right? It's pure chaos, beautiful chaos. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. I remember that. No, Luella, she's she. I, I haven't. I like that name. Just like came out of my mouth, but I haven't thought about her in years. But that's the really cool thing about our business is that you can work with somebody for years and hours, and then they're gone, and then sure. years later. You hear Linda, and you turn around, and there they are. And it's, that's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Alan, I think I interrupted. I feel like you had a question. Oh, uh, oh, actually, well, while we're here, um, I don't know if you remember, there was a pillar that, depending upon what the episode evolved, would either be on the set or not. Do you remember right. having to redecorate <laughs> that thing every time they used it? Or Yeah. And I, you, know, you know what? Some directors wanted it, and some directors did not want it. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's really what it was about. There were some directors like, no, I don't want that. And then there was like paperwork on it, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Paperwork? <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so you just always had it on standby then? Is that what it you... It was on standby. So, <laughs> so funny. If a certain director said, yes, I want it, there it goes in. My God. <laughs> It, it's just also, yeah. Not anybody noticed that. That's crazy. <laughs> Continuity. Right? I know. It's just like, yeah, it looks like a load bearing column of some kind. And then all of it a sudden. It wasn't that attractive. No, it, to be fair, it's not a good looking anything. But it wasn't. And it boy, kind of, oh well, for some directors, it messed up the shot. Or yeah. if there were, here's the other thing. If there was action upstage, remember, mm -hmm. I, I'm remembering this now, where they would go and get their donuts and their coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That orange. Actually, there are two um, filing cabinets that were painted orange and put together. Yep. Yep. And that's what it was. But <laughs> there was, if there was action up there, then they would get rid of it. Okay. That and if there wasn't, then they kept it. Yeah. <laughs> The only reason I remember those were orange is because, again, 
I made sure that I know. my Lego it, filing cabinets matched that color. And it says certain orange too. Yeah, it looks almost it's like a pumpkin. It's like this yeah. Pumpkin <laughs> was there a te- was there a technical name for that particular orange tint? Or? I don't know. It's, it, like I can I can feel it. I mean I can see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like this weird night 70s vibe. So really yeah. the whole thing, um, you know, in the meetings and everything was they wanted a very 70s vibe. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. It, something just occurred to me. So if basically if it's bolted down, it's yours. If it, if it can't be stolen easily, it's yours. So and the, the one piece that is always weirdly distant, you never get a good enough view of it, but there's so much in it is the booth. And that includes right. like the big, I don't know if you know anything about the panels or, or the, the, you know, the control panels they used. I know that Phil Hartman used to put his cigar stickers on, on his, uh, but I'm curious, like in terms of set deck yeah. in there, what that was like. It was a bunch of garbage because nothing worked. It was all antiquated. Mm-hmm. It was all garbage. And it looks better on TV because if you actually went in there, you go, what the hell is this about? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous and everything was really tight in there mm-hmm. you know very tight and looks like but honestly inside it was not very imp- i mean i can honestly tell you when i when something's great i go hey that it was like fabulous mm-hmm. that wasn't that was like that, that was garbage <laughs> i'm like what is this that's the one um, place where you should've... probably had 70s tech having to pass for 90s tech is what i'm assuming yeah okay, okay. it was whatever they could find Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you a lot of secrets, but no, uh, it's good. That's what we want. So because you 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 weren't on the pilot, so you come in with the set is already built, and you walk into that booth. You're like, were you like, the, wait, this is a sitcom about a radio station? Like, yeah. Why does this look like this? Exactly. <laughs> and it was very. It was like. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but you could never fit like another person in there. It was just one person that could actually sit in there, even though there could have been maybe two mics, which was kind of faking it. <laughs> but it was just a bunch of <laughs> like those old fashioned whatever tapes. I mean, it's yeah, it was it was silly. I was <laughs> Sorry. trying. I'm trying to pull up. Um, I'm breaking your heart. No, no, no. No, on. this is great. Like, no, we we, we want to know the, the filthy truth Sorry. of a, the news radio set. You want to know about Titanic? Oh, believe me. Oh, that, my, yes. That was, that was, that was either next or, 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 or space was. But, yes, let's talk about the Titanic episode. Let's. Oh. I want to know. Well, everything. yeah, that was, yeah, that was interesting. Um, that was a really, well, that was interesting. Well, one thing I can tell you is that Phil Hartman did not want to do that. Um, really? Oh, wow. He, he had, he had issues and I don't know what, I just remember him. I, I was on the set a lot, but I just remember him not being very happy about it. And I don't even know why, because it mm-hmm. turned out so brilliantly, mm-hmm. but it was during the whole Titanic, the movie that came out. So I thought I'd be really cool and I would call up the decorator of the real Titanic movie and ask for where she got everything because I was new. Okay. So I'd be one eight hundred decorator. Where did you get all this? So anyway, she told me um where she had gotten a lot of the pieces. Wow. So I thought I'd be, listen, I was like really smart. So I said, Okay, I'm gonna go over there. 
And I went over there and I mentioned her name. They go, oh, yeah, she got a bunch of stuff here. And I go, well, specifically, what did she get? And they go, well, she got this and this. I go, can I get that? Can I get? So I ended up getting everything that I could of the real Titanic movie. Yeah. Wow. That was really cool. That was really smart of me, too. And the name of the prop house is called History for Hire. Okay. Okay. And they've been there forever. Wow. And anyhow, so she said, well, she got, she only got a few things, but this is what she got. So I got everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to bring it onto set and put it there. And um, I actually, I think like the LA Times wrote up a piece about it. I don't even know how they found out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually Googled it and I found an old article that I had, and it said it said everything that I had gotten. So that was kind of cool. Wow! It's amazing. And Roy was really excited because I just opened up the LA Times and they're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was really cool. So that uh, particular episode was shot on two um, stages. One of them was just the pool of where oh, some yeah. of the pieces of the bullpen. All right. And I have to tell you. I remember going in there because I thought, well, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, but it was just like this small little pool mm-hmm. and they shot it very darkly, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, was just, it was a small pool, <laughs> but, but the... it was a great episode. And Lou, well, I mean, she did a fantastic job oh, with yeah. the um, wardrobe. It's the only well, any I... the show got is for that episode for her wardrobe. So, I mean, it's. Yeah. Oh, she did a great job. It's remarkable. Did they, so in that pool, okay, this is something I've wondered. Did they transplant the flats from the set or did they just rebuild them in the pool or did they not give a shit and got them waterlogged? I think it was green screened. Yeah. Yeah, but they have like some of the bits of the actual set in the water. Exactly. They put them in the water. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Oh, so wow. they, have, they did. Yeah. So <laughs> they thought about doing that. They're like floating on it. Oh my God. <laughs> right? So they did. Yeah. So did they? Did they not care that they just waterlogged their set? They're just like, screw yeah. it. All right. No. Could be our last episode. We don't care. I mean, that yeah, is we'll that is the general atmosphere of the show, right? Throw it back on the set again. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a fun episode. That's though. Amazing. But yeah, I did. I actually got real the real um, set piece. A lot of the real set pieces. So it was kind of cool. Wow. Great. Yeah. And experience like that is it basically you're it's is it almost feel like you're designing a whole new show at that point because it's yeah, right. so different or is it? Yeah, I mean they had a, they had a lot of those type of fantasy kind of, but it was also fun because it was you know not your typical you're in the bullpen again, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. I was trying to really rack my brain because it's been it's been a minute. Um, like all the swing sets, and we had some amazing uh, guest stars like you know Jerry Seinfeld and mm-hmm. um, you know just a, some really fantastic people. So there was just a few um, swing sets, right? There wasn't very many. It was mostly right. in the bullpen. And, yeah. Yeah, they kept it pretty, you know, Yeah, there was like the occasional pretty. restaurant uh, is yeah. usually what it was, or the subway, which I think might have been. Or, or the security thing. desk. That was about a couple yeah, times. that happened but, yeah. a couple times. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's about I it, though. I remember that. It's a big, huh. it's a big set that looks like it should be freestanding. Like it's like, you know, there are some of those places where you'll go where like, oh, you need a White House. We've already got the Oval Office built. That's that's what it that's what it makes me think of. It's one of those very large sets. I was going to show you something. Just I found it. Ah, anyhow, I don't even know what season it was, but 
I asked them all to sign this for me. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Which episode is it? I can't read it. You know, this one says, uh, okay, so it's called Jumper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lovitz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 401 directed by Tom Sharonis. Yeah. So we had everybody sign it, including Phil Hartman. Yes. Amazing. So, so good. I saved it. Good. Well, a while, a while back, uh, we actually got to interview uh, Tom Sharonis. I'm wondering, did he like the pillar or not like the pillar? Sorry to come back to the pillar. I know. That is so funny. Well, you know what? Um, probably not because, like, the more established yeah. directors didn't, where the other directors just sort of worked with it. But they didn't know they could take it out. Uh, uh-huh. There Amazing. you go. Can you imagine? Just be like, we we just want a shot of this, but this damn pillar's in the way. I'm not going to ask uh-huh. if you can move this. Obviously, and they're figuring pillar. all the other directors directed this with that. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why was it ever there in the first place? That's remarkable. That's really funny well, I mean, to me. It added architecture to the sure. room so that mm-hmm. it just didn't look like this big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, it does make it f- have make it feel like it has more heft because there has to be this thing here to support the ceiling. Like it does do that to your brain. Right. I guess that's true. Um, have I- you um, interviewed Jody Mann, the prop master? Yes. Yeah. It was a uh, wait. When was it? Last. I can't tre- keep track of time anymore. I think it was, it was early great. in the pandemic. It was during the pan. It was during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, I think it was. Early. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was like. Ooh. Was it like six, seven months ago? Maybe that sounds about right. <laughs> Either way, it was a it was one that we both been looking forward to because uh, like we're obsessed with props. We have a few. Oh, actually, quickly, Alan. Speaking of set deck, why don't you? Oh, I do. I... Please. Um, but uh, so this is one that Spider Chambers gave to us, and uh, since I oh, have more than enough. Yeah. So I this this was in Dave's this was in Dave's office. So we're assuming that's a piece of set deck since it probably didn't move. Yeah, let me see what it is. Yeah, this What this, did they steal? This, <laughs> they stole this trophy right here. This trophy of Allen's, which does not it doesn't have a plaque, does it? It's just Oh, I a, think I brought if she's on the iPhone I might need to talk to her oh, to see it. Yeah, oh, I that's what Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Great. It actually says on the bottom oh, stolen. No, it doesn't. <laughs> WB on it, Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, I got, I got all that. Actually, there were different um, different styles of microphones, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they were in back of him, and then some on his desk. And yeah, no, I got those. Good, good, good. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Insane. That you got that. It took me forever, by the way, on eBay to find that little that little emblem, that little microphone. You can buy them still. So wow. if you want to make wow. your own abses, kids at home, I think I've, meant this, I've mentioned this before. You can buy them on eBay. You just have to know what to look for. Well, I saw um, the paintings um, when you were showing part of the set, and I remembered those. Oh, they were in the hallway. Those are mm-hmm. from Hollywood Studio Gallery. I should go there and take a picture of it and send it to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. Yes, so you please. can really yeah. get the... I'm going to see if they still have those. They usually, they usually don't get rid of anything, but mm-hmm. I'll get to that because that's in the hallway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just remember saying that because I got those. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm wondering... Did you... Go ahead, Alan. I'm going to look up something very quickly. Oh, I was going to say, Jason, if you wanted to talk about the space episode. No, well, that was going to be my next question after <laughs> this one, but I, I've actually lost the other information I was going to ask for. So, yeah, I'd love to know about the space episode. I have no recollection. What? Is, what? What? 
Wait, what's it was a, that? It was like I think was it the season right before the season season was, three finale? Yeah, they did another yeah, like did fantasy space episode, but it like took place in the. I don't know if you say future, but space future. Oh, was... oh it, did it have to do with Andy Dick? I mean, like, he's in there. I mean, he's like the reason they all die, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. At yeah, at the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. you know, it's interesting. I mean, I just had a tiny bit of a flash on it. I'm going to have to watch that episode. I'm not a lot, because a lot of that was wardrobe. Like, mm-hmm. was there a lot? There wasn't like a big changeover for me, right? There was like, here, let me see if sharing my Can screen is going to help at all. Um, give Please, me one yeah. second. So you're going to see. Here we go. So there's a giant stupid chair, which I love so, so much. Can you see that now? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was supposed to be like um, from the state. Yeah, I know where I got that. Yeah, see, so oh. it looks like it's very much like the Star Trek captain's chair from the original yes, series. Exactly. Very I got something that, that was close to yeah it. you're right like almost nothing oh, you're changes right. until there we get wasn't... to <laughs> space yeah. pods yeah that's stuff. why that's why it it i kind of remember that too that's why it never it wasn't a lot of set decorating like it's my mm-hmm. i call those my episodes because mm-hmm. it has to do with me but sure. um yeah that would be uh definitely wardrobe okay yeah. okay that makes sense but so Titanic funny. one, me, sinking ship, that was a lot of me. Do you, uh, I can't believe we got this far without asking this question, but that's good. It means we've been asking good questions until now. Uh, what's your favorite episode of the show? Probably Titanic. Yeah. The, the sinking ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, it was just so different, and it was all of me, you know what I'm saying, as far <laughs> as, you know, I mean, that's something that was already there, so, and, and it was a little kind of difficult not difficult but like i was trying to understand it like we're in the bullpen but we're really on a ship so it was interesting yeah it made me stretch mm-hmm. do you do you uh jason help me out which uh, episode this was but uh uh where andy dick was having the fantasies of him on the the dock basically a tom sawyer fantasy with uh, oh my god i uh, always forget which episode, which episode this, uh, that w- this is and i don't know why because i can't remember what the basic plot of it is oh it's uh <laughs> it's uh catherine moves on because everybody's rashomon style trying to remember what happened that's right i'm, I'm almost certain that's the episode uh season four episode seven um and oh uh, i wasn't there because oh, i did the okay you were bird. yeah gotcha yeah gotcha. it was after that, then uh, Roy Christopher left the show and then gave uh, his position to the person that was under him, the art director, mm-hmm. and just felt at that point it was time to move on. And then we ended up going over to do Becker. So mm-hmm. that's how that all transpired. Plus, he did a lot of other shows at the time. I mean, he was doing three or four sitcoms. He did the Emmys, the Oscars. He was just oh incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was uh, a major, major talent. Am I? I'm now. I'm looking. By the way, I'm scrubbing through that episode. Am I wrong? Am I? Are we totally wrong? Is, is, are people screaming at the at the podcast right now? Because the Hamburglar is definitely in that episode. But is the Big Muddy in that episode? I'm gonna have to double check something very quickly. Um, now, now I've now I've got to know. Um, because your callers want to know anything or. We, you know what? We didn't get any questions this time. Uh, maybe uh-huh. I didn't put. I know. It, sometimes they send them in. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. And I, you know what? I what what I should have done has been like, hey guys, here's 
here's what a set decorator is. Now, now, now you know what people, questions to ask because you it's, know what. Sometimes people don't know what is a set decorator. Like what exactly. is exactly right? And yeah, so um, yeah, no, I, I get that. Or they get it confused with props. I go, no, no, no. Anything that's being touched, that's a prop. Mm -hmm. I'm everything else. I mean, I do all of it yeah. except for the walls. Yeah. There, uh, well, this this is another one that is semi-movable, so I, I guess I'd have to add. So my favorite episode is Arcade, and it's the movie, the episode mm. where there's a giant arcade cabinet, and I just hit my microphone, giant arcade cabinet and a sandwich machine. Would something that big still be props? Um, No, that would no. be me. Okay. But it's like, what we call, that's called a working practical. Okay. So in other words, it, it, it's a set piece, but it's also working. So then we get special, uh, I get it, and then we get special effects involved, and then the stuff that's coming out is props. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, right. So there's three departments. <laughs> so complicated. There's three departments. Yeah. I find it. Mm -hmm. um, then it has to be rigged, mm -hmm. special effects, sure. and then what's ever in there and falling and being grabbed will be Jody Mann, the prop master. Okay. That makes, I mean, that does make sense. That's just such a crazy, do you remember making the arcade cabinet? It's mostly a lot of greeking of an existing cabinet, but. Probably. No, that, <laughs> I, wait, was that in the break room? No, this was in the hallway. The, the Oh, uh, that the, one. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got that. Yes. Okay. I do remember that now. Yes. By the window and mm -hmm. there's a tree and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I got that. And it was just, it, you know, a lot of this stuff. Are you asking me, like, what was in there? No, I was. Yeah, well, actually, it would be interesting to know if it was a functioning cabinet. It might have been. But or if it was it one of the, the writers uh, ca existing cabinets that they own. No. no. OK, I, think I just got it. Yeah. Uh, do you re remember uh, at the end of that same arcade episode, there was like a Z uh, Zoltar machine from Big because there was a, a gag with with Dave saying, I wish I was big. That when they replaced the arcade, I, I don't know if you remember getting that or where you got that. I probably did get that because that's my job to get all of that. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to watch. I'll have to watch an episode. I'm sorry. No, no that's fine, that's fine. Please. You have worked on so many of these. Like I, I imagine at some point, you're like, I, mean, I don't I did, remember. I did like, six, but it's been a, a little minute. But I I should just I should actually get some episodes because it's such a great show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And just um, it's and that's sad for me. It's like revisiting. Sometimes I have a great experience which I did, and then you miss it, and then you it's like going back to high school, and you're kind of like, oh. I want to be here, but I don't. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I get it's, that. This yeah. is a kind of emotional feeling. Yeah. I would like to know, so what I have behind me is a poorly photoshopped backdrop from the show, but so for something like this, wow! so just a certificate, um, yeah. who's printing them up? How is it, how, what's the process? Where does it go? Where, where are the assets coming from that prints something up? I'm a graphic designer sometimes, so I'm interested in this stuff. Yeah. So that came from Hollywood Trophy and mm -hmm. they, or, or Hollywood Studio Gallery. Mm -hmm. And they would actually print that up for me. Mm -hmm. So whatever I want to say on it, who's ever name, and then I have it framed. Usually it's without glass, so it doesn't glare. Mm -hmm. And then um, then we put it up. But that's all me. I would have gotten all that. Yeah. yeah. I'm always fascinated because uh, one of the things I've been trying to figure out is, and it's 
I think Jody mentions might have mentioned a name to me. I can't remember, but uh, either way, was like I was like, who designed the news radio logo? What's that font? She's like, I have a, no idea, but it was probably this person at the NBC Graphics House, which is why I'm all, I've been trying no, so it hard. It would have been Roy Christopher, the production Roy, designer. Okay, okay. Um, he would have overseen it and mm-hmm. picked out the colors, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time, network gets involved in that. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, because I just know from just experience, um, nowadays, it's like uh, they have a person that just does logos. And so it's very different sure, to how sure. it was. But um, that pro- that definitely would have been Roy who had his hand in that. Okay. At that okay. time. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you want to, uh, you want control over the the whole look, obviously. Definitely. Yeah. And, That's interesting. and then everything has to be approved by the network. So they have to make sure that they like it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it works like that. What else is in that room? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, other than ma- many more trophies, of course. And then we got our lamp. Do we have anything else special? Wait, was that the lamp? See. That was the lamp? That was yeah. This one. This is Dave's office. So this is uh, so funny. looks like a cobalt blue, maybe a bluish green. What were yeah. you going for? Okay, so I remember. So in terms of palette, what did you have to stick to? I'm actually genuinely curious. What was off? Well, since there was all that paneling and everything, mm-hmm. Hunter Green looks really pretty with that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I would do a lot of Hunter Green. And then at that time, um, you know, a, a lot of Hunter Green, and there was some burgundy in there too. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay. that was the color um, of the set. Like I said, I got that soap. It was Hunter Green. Mm-hmm. So that probably was Hunter Green. I'm yep. thinking that was Hunter Green, too. And then a lot of, um, like, gold color. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very warm then, feeling. Yeah, it was very warm. And then his office was cool. It was, uh, he, he drinks a lot of coffee. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like his thing, his joke. He was always walking around, always walking around with coffee, drinking mm-hmm. coffee. All. So that was just incorporated on his desk. Yeah. So like I said, I, I did a lot of that. And it was cool because as the season went on, their little environment became more and more them as well. Mm-hmm. So... That was cool. Uh, here's one that people uh, I think might be expecting me to ask, so I have to ask about it. Here's the thing: is it was, mm, you know, what it may have changed from the first episode, but <laughs> Dave, the door to Dave's office is maybe weirdly my favorite piece of the entire set, and I desperately really? want it. Nobody knows where the set is. Uh, some people suggested it might have gone to some film schools, or, and then some people were like, "No, it's torn on, torn down." I'm like, "Shit!" But yes, it's a, it's a, it's this paneling. But then in the middle is that sort of bluish, greenish, but you know, not quite hunter. I don't know what the hell that color is. It's very difficult to replicate in Lego. I'll tell you I that. think if I remember, it was kind of what they call like a spruce color, which is a blue green color. Yeah, that sounds That's right. That's okay. actually, I, I just saw. I just saw my, I just saw the color. Uh, it was a blue green color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, as far as the set walls and all of that, mm-hmm. generally they'll keep it for a while and they'll either destroy it or believe it or not, they're being reused, but just, but then this wall, they become another set mm-hmm. and then it's just sort of destroyed. They never can use it again. But sometimes they can use pieces of it, 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to find out. That's a really good question. Like, yeah, if, if you can find out, because yeah. I will tell you, I, I spoke to Tony Carey yeah. and he remembers the set maybe going to a film school. But then I spoke to somebody at that film school. like, I don't know. We don't have it now. And I'm like, they usually <laughs> don't do that. Right. I mean, right. They, they, I've never. Yeah. But um, I will find out. See, I didn't wrap out on the show and get to keep a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know where a lot of, of stuff went to. After sure, that. sure. Yeah. Hmm. Just curious. Did you. Uh, just your years there. Did you have a favorite piece that uh, part of set deck that you put up? But was it the couch or was it something well, from Titanic? You know, there was one piece, and I don't know if you guys saw it. It was in the break room. Do you remember seeing like a happy face? Whoa! Ooh, happy face. It was like it looked. It's like the size of a clock. But it was okay. a happy face. Was was that in there? Because I remember kind of. I mean, I'm not going to doubt you. You were there. I wasn't. So let me. Yeah. Now, now I've got to think about it. I remember being there, but it was like my iconic piece that I would use and sneak on to another show. <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> so then good. Then it went to Becker. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Now I've got to hold on. Now I've got to pull up uh, an episode I, and I, see I, if I can spot it. I like doing things like I like doing things like that. Um, uh-huh. It's like my special piece, and I use it on every show I ever work on. But um, great, that's funny, right? Is it the uh, same but, exact one, or do you have it remade when you when you put no, it? No, it was the exact same the exact one. Same one. Yeah. Is it something you have with you now? No, I. You know, it probably got wrapped up in everything. No, I gun. wish I wish I did because that was like a real cool piece but as far as you know a favorite of, of like of the established sets mm-hmm. uh, not yeah there's nothing other than that that sticks out i mean like the break room was sort of down right we call them down sets when okay, they're not yep. very uplifting like sure. two chairs and then one that's mismatched and um <laughs> That, that's, what, that's what we call comedy. So listen to this guy. Let me tell you something. So when you have a round table, if you have three matching chairs, it's okay, right? You're like, okay. But if you have two chairs and one's an oddball, it's interesting, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Make it look lived in. There you go. So <laughs> I just told you a good secret. But, um, I love it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's like that pl- that set was rowdy, but I don't, you know, like, I don't really, I mean, there were computers and a bullpen and. It's okay. I gotta, I gotta look this, the, this, this, the smiley face I know I'm up. having so like, much trouble gotta, finding we'll it. We'll find it. We'll find it. Was it. yellow, yeah. yellow. Okay. I have one thing though that this is, again, this is. Just because your memory is sharp about some of these things, I'm going to ask you this dumb, nerdy thing. Uh, I'm going to share my screen once more with you. Yay. This painting. This is a breakout set of Matthew's apartment in The Injury. And this painting was was of particular interest to me. I know what painting it is. What episode, I mean, what season is this? It's okay. Is This says season three, but it's season two. And I looked just to make oh, sure on your IMDb. Me. So that's you, me. yeah, you definitely worked on that one. So I this, did that one. So this painting, I just want to know find why. Out if I get a screenshot of that, because I got everything at HSG, 
I can mm. find out exactly what that was. Oh, it's this painting. I know what painting it is, but I'm curious why it got chosen. Oh, like why I picked yeah, it? Yeah, I like what what about Matthew's personality or what how, uh, how does this speak to this dipshit character? I want to know. It's all mixed up, right? It's all Right. Like, <laughs> it is it I don't is know. impossible to translate. That actually might be the answer. It's all right? mixed up just like yeah, Matthew so was. Like, <laughs> the only reason you know, is it's called improvisation clom and I've always been curious and never noticed until we started this podcast that it was used in an episode and so, you know. That's what Andy Dick um was it his girlfriend wife? She was an artist. Mhm. I want to say, this is really weird, I want to say that maybe I was influenced by him, like he wanted that or something in there. Interesting. Because his girlfriend was an artist, because I'm thinking, why did I get that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a crazy, huge to print, house. too. <laughs> I went to his house once, and he had, cause he wanted me to see all his art. I don't know. That's a really good question. Whether okay. it was his former's and I chose it, I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Had to ask. It, it, it would. Are there other? Because um, you've given us a lot of them, but are there other Easter eggs that we should look out for in news radio, and then maybe some of your other work, but at least news radio. Oh, you mean things to look for? Ooh, I think I've given you a. Well, did I mean, you know? It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mara Turney had a dog named Rose Kennedy. Mm hmm. You know that? Yes, I did know that. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> one time her dog went missing. And that was hilarious. Like, okay, that was really funny. But that didn't have to do with the show. Um, <laughs> gosh. Would you remember there was those two spheres in Dave Foley's office? Wait a minute. The world, right? There oh, yes, yes. Uh, yes. I tried yes. to recreate those in Lego, too. Those came from HSG, and they're still there. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, they're still there. So if you ever want to see it, uh, it's called Hollywood Studio Gallery. Mm. And you can just say, hey, do you have those two spears that were used on Use Radio? And they're there. Yeah. Oh, my God. How much would they charge me to buy them outright? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm think kidding. they're for sale, but you can definitely go there and look at them. I'll just, um, I'm going to do this as sinisterly as I can. Everybody <laughs> has a price. Everybody exciting, right? has a price. Um, Jason, you just rent them and not bring them back. Isn't that how it works? Oh, you're I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, I know. I love that oh. those are still there. That's amazing. See, those are the little things that I'm so curious yeah. about. You like, you, you don't know. Again, you know, I mean, oh, here's something I'd be curious to know if, if you know it off the top of your head. I also got one of the, not just the wardrobe binders, but it was uh, one of the seasons I got a chunk of all of the uh, invoices uh, and uh, basically how much all the wardrobe cost. It blew my mind because I didn't realize how expensive that freaking wardrobe was. It was very was. expensive. What do you, like, did you have an operating budget for your particular department you had to function on or was it just like, I get what I get and it's part of the show's budget? No, we have, we have a budget, a set budget mm -hmm. um, that we're supposed to, but I know wardrobe had an enormous budget. Yeah. Um, no, because I mean, ours were all established and everything was purchased already. Mm -hmm. I want to say like 6,000 or 8,000 a week, something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, and there wasn't, 
I mean, I spent what I had to spend, and mm -hmm. if I needed more, I certainly would get it. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But that, I think that was the pattern. Okay. Amazing. Yeah, and I think there was real donuts. I was just remembering there was always real donuts because maybe Jody told you she'd always put donuts out for the cast or up on that upstage. Oh, you know, I think she did mention. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was donuts up there all the time. They're eating them. It's very familial. I like that. They're I like that. It's so good. Yeah. It's homey. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were at Sunset Gower, and that was that was really fun. And Paul Sims was great. He mm -hmm. was young. He was like in his 20s, mid-20s so, from Harvard. I know. And um, his friends were all from Harvard. Was writers, was Paul Sims eating a they, lot of Taco Bell when you worked there? Because there's a book that out there that has talked very much about a huge Taco Bell habit he had. At work. I don't remember that. Okay. But he was okay. a smoker. Sure. Sure. But other than that, and, and at that time, you could smoke on stage. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> so that was always really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, well, hold on. I do remember going up to the offices to get scripts or whatnot. And I remember, remember I said it was like a frat house mm -hmm, where I would yeah. see like chicken bones and oh, yeah, it was like that. Cause I thought, I thought this is how, now remember it's my first show. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is how writers are. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> chicken bones everywhere. I do remember that. Yes. And I guess mm. they did like fast food, pizza, pizza boxes. It was, it was like frat house up there. I mean, yeah. all writers are that way. They just sometimes don't show it. So yeah. that is how all writers are. Like they would wear, there was this one writer, literally, who was there with his t-shirt, like inside out, you know? It was like, <laughs> but they were, they, I think they were just so focused like on writing and their brilliance that those things don't matter, you sure. know? Sure. They don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm -hmm. um but paul was very i like to talk to paul he was a great he was he was fun he was he gave great direction he knew exactly what he wanted yeah so. i mean that 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 tracks he all i mean he sat down with us for three hours a couple years ago and no uh -huh. yeah <laughs> you know it's so funny is the person we can thank for that is somebody who had a guest spot on the show she's like oh i have his email i'm like oh what okay please thank you and so yeah oh, so wow. now we've since Paul did the show, that's that's how we've gotten as many people as we've had on the Is show. Is Paul going to see this show? Uh, I don't know. You <laughs> know what? So I will tell you, there's some of the writers who I know listen more frequently oh. than others. I don't know if Paul listens or not. Um, oh, okay. It's a good question. Every once in a while, I get the impression I, he has listened. I think he pops in. Yeah, here. That's yeah. very cool. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, That's very cool. Sometimes we bring him in and ask him questions that we have about shows. But we've covered every episode now, so... Wow. Um, yeah, wow, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a fun Amazing. guest. Oh, Wait. I can imagine. It's been years since I've seen him. Alan, do you have any more questions? Uh, this was actually, this is great. I just want to say thank you so much. Like, Seriously. this was incredible. Like, <laughs> so, so, so much fun. Honestly. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun to do the show. And mm -hmm. um, I am going to get some episodes. So I do want to watch some mm -hmm. now. Like, uh, the music's so good, isn't it, in the beginning? I like, love it. Yeah. I love it's, it. It's fantastic. Because I was listening to that, and I said, wow, even today, it's killer. It's a great song. Great I think intro. so. Yeah. Even I, today. 
Here, yeah. Mike Post, if you're listening, we've been trying to get you on the podcast. Ah! Please do the podcast, yes, damn it. Yes, we yes. had Jim Burroughs on our podcast. My best friend, Jimmy Burroughs, is I call him. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I, I don't know the man well enough to call him that. But, <laughs> but, Mike Post, please come on this show. It is a, we all agree. You, you, you just heard, you just heard Linda. She, she loves the, the song as much as we do. Um, I do. I think it's a great song. Um, I also want to thank you for doing this. This is this has been a blast. Uh, Do you have anything any I know we're in a weird hiatus sometimes or sometimes functioning. But is there anything coming up that we should look out for or anything in in your past repertoire we should watch check out as far as any any of your work? Yeah, yeah, stuff that you're working on that might be coming up. Nickelodeon Kids Show right now called Side Hustle. We're doing 26 episodes. Awesome. But um, after that, I did Becker, but that's a whole other thing, and Mm -hmm. I established the whole look of that. That's cool. Um, So if you're ever interested in that, but only news radio. (laughs) But um, I've done, I've done, yeah, a lot of stuff. Really quick, just uh, in Becker, where could we look out for that happy face? Oh, yeah, where is that in Becker? Do you remember? You know what? On that show, I believe that I believe that I put that in. Remember, they had a break room, too? Yes. Yeah. Look there. Okay. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you remember there was an old piano there, right? Yeah, oh my and the sure. main thing, and all those pictures. A lot of the, those 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 drawings were done with children. My daughter. A lot of all that stuff was like parts of my crew drew those pictures. Yeah, Amazing. really quickly. <laughs> what's really cool about that show is that we shot that at Paramount, and the sconces that are in the diner were from Happy Days. Awesome. A lot of the furniture. Oh, I love this shit. Okay. Was from, yeah. That, those are from Happy Days. And then, um, remember that old refrigerator in Becker? That one that's yeah. upstage? That was yes. from I Love Lucy, the Lucy show. What the I hell? I Love Lucy. <laughs> and then, um, oh, God, what was the name of the actor that played the psychologist? Bob Newhart. New- right. Well, that a lot of that furniture in there was from his show. I love it. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and then all that craftsman furniture that was just from the the prop house there. But I got a lot from different shows. It was cool. That's amazing. Do they? Yeah. When, how do you find that stuff out? Is it in like a sign out sheet that tells you what show it's been on? How do you know? Uh, you know what? At the time, Paramount had an amazing prop uh, department, and they okay. no longer do. And Aww. a lot of the guys that I know. It's tragic. And a lot of the guys that work there would say, you know, that was from that show. Because I'm a big Lucy fan. Like, that's why I do what I do. Because I used to watch Lucy as a little girl. And I said, I want want to be with those people. I want to laugh. And and I made it happen. But um, (laughs) so I went in there saying, what do you have from Lucy? (laughs) And I go, I got to put it on the show. Anything you have from Lucy. And I remember seeing old stubs from her show and they had her drapes, all this amazing stuff. But Uh. I did get that from the Lucy show. I wanted to have a piece of hers there and happy days because, you know, they were filmed on stage 19 and, 
They go, those were from, oh, I, I didn't even ask. He just said, those are from Happy Days. So, so cool. So cool. I love when people who work in the business appreciate the history as much as I do. I mean, that's half the reason we do this podcast is to just, you know, get the oral history of the show down. But like, yeah. that's the kind of stuff where I'm very sad to hear. Well, then what the hell happened? All of, did Paramount liquidate their props or did they, what, 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 what happened? They sold them. It's really sad. Uh, they sold them. Uh, and it's, it's really, really, really tragic. Mm, um, that sucks that so they hard. Did that because um, there was, especially from the Lucy, you know, it was Desi Lu Studios at one mm-hmm. time there. You probably know. And uh, yeah, it's just, wow. just really bad. I know. That is terrible. I, I just don't like when they hit, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, at least tell me who you sold it to. I'd like to know where this stuff goes. You know, it's right. it's nice to know, like, what if somebody, I don't know, down the line is like, ah, oh, I need to know this little piece of information. Just some dumb nerd like me wants you to know, know some little thing. Like, I want to know who has it. Can you send me a pic? You know, like that shit always helps. You know it's- what? Now that I'm thinking about it, hmm. I think that piano was on the Lucy show that was in, um, in, in the, um, medical in his main office because oh, somebody told piano? Wow. yeah <laughs> i think it was so i'm gonna good. confirm that but now that i'm thinking about it somebody told me you know that was on i love lucy right and i said i didn't know that and go it was <laughs> you have some nerds who can spot that stuff by eye though who are just like <laughs> oh no i've seen these shows a thousand times i know like if something from news radio popped up in a show that i yeah. gave a shit about i feel like i would notice but again, I don't know. You never know. And it's not going to be a set piece, unfortunately, because I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that somehow that door still exists. And I'm just going to go off I know, my I know. Way. I see the door like in my mind. And uh-huh. it's, a, it's a it's a teal color. Yeah. That boy yeah. picked out. It's a it's pretty a good color. good looking door. It's a good looking door. And yeah. I just, something about it, I just desperately want it. I don't know Aww. why. I will. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a stupid nerd. Uh, I really appreciate you doing this. People should Thank you. check out your work. Uh, and I think it's also really good to know uh, for people to know that, that uh, on on most shows, there are people who pay, pay this kind of friggin attention so that they do their job the best possible. But also to, like they give you something there's there's and there's so much history in the stuff that you're doing. It's it's important and you're creating it at the same time. So people should pay attention to that. It's important. Ah, and, and rewatch the sinking ship episode, everybody, because. Yeah. Rewatch the, the sinking ship. Come on. Put into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now it's even more special, right? Yeah. 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 Agreed. 100%. Um, well, good. Uh, Alan, do you want to promote anything before we go? Uh, watch the Sinking Ship episode. That's Sounds good. <laughs> Jason, yeah, it's a great, great, great episode. I will I say the it. same, but also rewatch Arcade because it's the best. It's my yeah. favorite episode of all time. And uh, oh, it's okay. mostly the sandwiches. It's just the sa- the stupid sandwiches, the crunchy, <laughs> chewy sandwiches. Uh, it gets me every damn time. All right. Well, thank right, you again. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Oh, yes. when does the show air? Or is it airing right now? Is what is today? It... Friday? Uh, no, it'll come out on. Should come out on Tuesday. Uh, okay. On Tuesday is my hope. Um, but we we have one thing we'll say before we go, and that is catch, catch you later, later pancakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. 
You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>